Welcome to Mad Gains Live, and in this episode, I talk with JJ Keller's Thomas Bray and discussing what it's like to be a fleet manager. Uh-uh. Before you brokers and shippers decide not to tune in, this is a great episode to better understand the driver environment and to better understand how if you're trying to build relationships with your carriers and retain them and they, hey, take my freight instead of somebody else's, this is the episode to listen to. Please give mad love to our Mad Gains sponsors who, without their support, Mad Gains wouldn't even be possible. JJ Keller has a fleet management software called Encompass. Check it out. The links are in the description of this posting. You get a free trial and they are a flexible solution to managing your fleet no matter what size your company is. OTR Capital is my favorite factoring company for brokers and for carriers. They don't play games, no hidden fees, it's a true non-recourse. They help you with your back office, uh, back office admin, and they treat you like family. So what, what, is a, what does a fleet manager do for those who are shippers or they're brokers and they're listening and they, have, they don't know what a fleet manager does? Well, fleet manager, yeah, that's that's a generic term. You know, <laughs> the fleet manager can do anything, depending on the size of the company. You know, but most of the small, medium-sized companies, that's that's going to be the the person that, that has to multitask going 100 miles an hour. You know, you've got to be able to be doing seven things effectively, efficiently, and yesterday. They've got to handle the training. They got to make sure their drivers know what to do because that's always one of the big issues that fleets have. Whether they have one truck that they hire somebody to drive or you know, 17,000, it's, it's making sure the drivers are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And that's training, you know, working with them to get them trained up. Um, you got to hire the right people. That's, that's a huge issue, whether it's liability, efficiency, making money, whatever it is, you got to hire the right people. You know, you've got to take care of all this record keeping we're talking about now, these DQ yeah. files, accident files. You got all these things you're trying to juggle. Um, you've got to keep an eye on maintenance because vehicles that aren't running well are costing you more money than they should. And that's that's going to kill you if you let that get out of hand. You got to worry about dispatching these drivers. You know, we, we've got this pool of drivers. We've got to keep them moving and making money. And that involves a lot of times telling a poor driver that, sorry, you're not going to make it home when we told you we thought we'd get you there. Or you're going to spend a night out that was unexpected. So, you know, they've, they've constantly got that that they're dealing with. And of course, every time something doesn't go according to plan, now they're dealing with a mad driver. Mm-hmm. And and you know it, it, that's one of those things that it's just unavoidable. Sooner or later, your driver's going to get mad at you. It's how do we get over it? Is is going to be the key. That haven't been a driver. How are we going to get over? Yeah. It? You know, I got to yeah. or I trust you and want to work for you again. You know, so we got to figure out how to get over this, which that ties into something else they're constantly fighting with out there now, and it's getting bad again. Is driver retention? I've got. Mm-hmm. I've got to put an effort into keeping them and on top of all this other stuff. I got to figure out how to make sure this person stays happy and keeps doing this for me so I can keep making money with that unit. And then on top of that, I got to make sure my, my drivers aren't running around hitting things. Yeah. You know? Like I'm sure that weather and accidents derail your whole entire day. Oh, it was everything. Week. Yeah. And that's, that's just, that's what uh, a, a driver manager, a fleet manager, that that's what they call Tuesday. That's what they call Tuesday. Okay, that's a very stressful job. Um, yeah. 
so I take it what makes a great fleet manager it sounds like you have to be able to multitask really well. It sounds like you gotta be able to handle stress um, and be a people person at the same time. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a lot. Um, what? So to take us back with driver retention, because we talk about driver retention a lot on this show. What, what do you think about the industry and why fleet managers and truckers aren't able to retain drivers? as much as they want to. It's is this a something job. as easy as pay? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a tough job. That's that's one thing I will say, having, having done it and, and known people do it now, it, it's a tough job. And it doesn't make any difference for your local driver, regional driver, over the road driver. It's a tough job. And I don't know too many drivers that aren't constantly looking outside. You know, is there something that I can do that pays this kind of money where I can be home regularly. I'm not working a 60, 70 hour week. And so they're always looking outside. So that's, that's kind of problem one. Yeah. And what that works out to is now all of a sudden, okay, well, I need to pay my drivers well, and I need to treat them well, because either one of those two things will chase them out the door. And there's been survey after survey that says, yeah, pay is important. You know, they, they've got to make enough money to justify what they're doing and, and the hardships they're going through. Uh, but the vast majority of drivers quit their boss. And that's they like the job. They don't like their boss, their fleet manager or their driver manager, whatever they're called. They don't like their company because of that person. And, and they jump ship and run on to somebody else. So it's, it's one of those, those I heard back in the eighties, you want to hang on to your drivers, you got to pay them well and you got to treat them well. That mm. gets started anyways. Now the next thing is okay. When things go sideways and things go wrong, how do you deal with that? Because if you leave the driver holding the bag, which a lot of, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a mix. I, I used to cross the border and that was always a joy, you know, dealing with freight brokers and customs brokers and, yep. and a receiver who generally don't really like each other, it seemed. And then you get to the border and something's not right on your paperwork. And all of a sudden the seven other people involved are looking at me saying, you fix it. And, and yep. I'm, the, I'm the driver sitting at the border. I can't really fix anything. Yeah. So, you know, do you, do you leave your driver holding the bag when things go sideways? Cause you know, that that's where this whole thing about my dispatcher is always lying to me. No, things went wrong. Things went sideways. Mm -hmm. And I left you holding the bag as your managers, as your supervisor. And, and that's where that bitter taste comes from. And he lied to me and he did. No, things just went bad and you didn't work with your driver on it. That's, that's one of the biggest things. You just can't abandon them and say, you figure it out or, yeah, that's really tough. Too bad, you know. It's just whatever it is. So that's it. That I don't. I don't know what the right word for it is other other than interpersonal skills. Yeah. I always tell the story at a dispatcher back in the eighties. Mm -hmm. Give me the worst trip in the world. This is after I switched out of flatbeds into vans. It could be he's sending me on. A, he literally did this to me on a round trip from Wisconsin to Ohio to Virginia, back to Minnesota and home where every load was a driver load driver back in the fingerprint days, we called them. And I said, thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate this. He was that good a dispatcher. He could give me the worst possible loads in the world. <laughs> but in this case, what he told me is I got to put you on this round. It's terrible. Everybody hates it. It's your turn to do it, and I promise for the next 30 days, you're going to go wherever you want to go. I'll tell you what we have. You pick, and you won't touch a box. Great. You communicated expectations in advance. In advance. And bigger than life, I did that round, 
And for the next 30 days, I was his golden child. I could do no wrong. And I did whatever, you know, I, he'd, he'd tell me, here's the three loads I have for you. Which one do you want? Which is really sad when you cut your own throat. Cause you know, it's like, I'll take that one. And then you end up realizing, Oh, that probably wasn't a good move. <laughs> <laughs> what would make that a bad move? Is it waiting too long at the, at the receiver? Yeah. It, it, it involves a shipper that's bad, a receiver that's bad, or the company sending you to, we always call them the corners, you know, they're sending you to the corner of the run areas rather than onto a, a, a good traffic lane. Mm -hmm. You someplace like South Florida, which, you know, next thing you know, you're sitting for a day or two because they just don't have anything to put, you know, put on you. Just yeah. Something to come along. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the kind of thing where, you know, if you got a really good supervisor you're working with and it doesn't make any difference what you're doing for a living, that that's, you're being treated well, you like what you're doing. You're going to keep doing it for who you're doing it for. And, uh, that, that's one of the big secrets is that interpersonal skill that's that, that some of those managers have. When I was a safety director, that's one of the things we watched is what the turnover was by supervisor. Because that could start us on a path where maybe we need to work with a supervisor, this driver manager, we called them. Right. Uh, to, to get them to, to work with their drivers better, to do something different. And the one thing we did, which some carriers do, some don't, we would flip drivers around because sometimes it was just a personality thing. Yeah. Flip around to a different supervisor. Yeah. This driver is all... And he ends up with a supervisor that's a touchy-feely, let's talk about your feelings. And the driver says, I don't, just just give me my load. I got to move. I don't, yeah, I got to go. I just want to make money. Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Or you've got the driver that, drivers have to be left alone. <laughs> or you've got that driver that needs somebody talking to him for five minutes a day just to, yes, you're doing great. We love you. You're doing well. Keep up the good work. And it's know. funny because brokers will and shippers will talk about the sometimes the truck drivers will call them just to talk because they're lonely yeah, <laughs> and they're like, they I just hang out and talk to the truck drivers and see what's going on. Yep. <laughs> and they love it. But they're like, sometimes some of them just get lonely and some of them don't want me to call at all. Yeah. But that's probably. I can, most I can see like, actually, now that you're talking about, there's a lot of parallels you could draw between being a fleet manager and being a broker or a shipper mm -hmm. for a small carrier is yep. not leaving the carrier holding the bag. Um, treating the carrier well and paying them well is how you'll keep, because brokers and shippers are constantly wondering, how can I keep a carrier coming back to me? Care And a lot of these carriers are just one truck folks, yeah. but how can I keep them coming back and taking my shipments? And it's pretty much the same thing, I'm sure. Um, it's the same philosophy, because if, if I'm a small fleet owner, one or two or three truck fleet, and every time I haul for you, it's miserable. I'm left holding the bag. My truck is sitting. I'm not making any money. Um, I'm not coming back, you know, yeah. be able to convince me that, you know, this was an odd, this was an unusual, you know, if you work well and you communicate well, this was just a bad situation that we all got caught up in. You know, this doesn't happen very often. You know, you, you might be able to get yourself out of it as a broker or as a shipper. Uh, but if it, again, on the very next load, you know, fool me once, shame on, how's that go? Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Mm -hmm. That's a same principle. Way. It's the same principle. Mm -hmm. Always treat them well, pay them well. They'll keep. They'll keep doing what they do for you.